So tonight we begin Perek Test, the learning tonight should be Eschusing L'Nishmas Rebechil Mechel Ben Asher and Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as Eschus for Fushlema for Moshe Ben Miriam. So after learning in Perek about David's battles with Klai Yisrael's enemies, and we learned about the various officers in David's army, so David now was set with a secure a nation, with a competent advisors, competent officials, so now David is able to turn his attention to less important matters, one of these matters was a promise he had made to Yonason back in Shmuel Aleph Parachov, Pasuk Tesvav, where he promises, they promised each other, that they would not withhold kindness from their children. In addition, David had made a promise to Shaul in Parachov, hey, uh, Parachov Dalad, rather, that he would not wipe out Shaul's descendants. So David knew that Shaul's sons, three of them, had been killed by the Pushtim, and the fourth, Ishbaishas, had been assassinated, which we learned about by Bana and Rechav. So David now wants to determine, are there any other survivors that he could potentially help or assist or appoint to a position in government out of his love for Yonason. So Pasuk Aleph, Ayyem David, so David said to his advisors, Achiyesh Oid, is there any further remnant, Ashenoisa, that survived, Levei Shal, meaning is there any other further survivor for Shal that's alive? Yes, Imoy Chesed, so that I can do kindness, I can deal kindly with him, Bavar Yonason, for the sake of my friend Yonason. So David puts out feelers amongst Klai Yisrael to find out if there are any living survivors. So the Frechta Malbim, I don't understand. If David is the son-in-law of Shaul, and David's best friend is Yonah's son, so, so David should know what's going on in Shaul's circles. He doesn't know if there's any survivors. Like, David knows the number of people in the family. He knows there were four sons of Shaul. They were all killed, three by the Plishtim and one by Banu and Rechav. So he should know, based on his knowledge of the family tree, if there's any remaining descendants. Why does he need to ask about it? So the Malbim answers his own shot. He says that David um, knew that after Shaul's death, a lot of his sons went into hiding. Why? Because it was common in those times when a new king took over, it wasn't a descendant of the previous king, they would wipe out any potential rival for the throne in order to secure the Malchus. That was commonly done. And so Shaul's descendants go into hiding. So, of course, and their whereabouts were hidden. So David knew the number of people in Shaul's family. Of course, he knew the family tree. But because their whereabouts were completely hidden, they basically fell off the map. David didn't know if any of them were actually alive, and so he puts out feelers to find out if any of them are actually alive. Um, but certainly he knew of their existence. And we'll see, actually, interestingly enough, besides Mephibosheth, who is identified in this parak parak test, there are seven other living descendants of Shaul that are identified and presented to David later on in Parakh that's the, Ma- the Malbim's own pshat. The Malbim also brings down from the Abar Benel that, that David's intent was to appoint them as officers and judges in his court. And so therefore, that's David's question. David's not asking if there's any survivors of Shaul's, uh, of Shaul's family. Of course, he knows. But he wants to know are there any um, fit individuals, um, prestigious individuals that are worthy of being appointed of positions of authority in David's court so that he can repay the kindness of Yonasan by appointing deserving members of Shaul's family to positions of authority. And that's the basis of the question. And that's why he uses the word Bavar Yonasan that he's revealing basically the whole purpose of the question is that he wants to um, repay Yonasan's kindness. That's the purpose of the question. He's not, there's no ulterior motive there except to show chesed to Yonasan's descendants. Mecha Katana adds on the words Noisar Lebeis Shaul, this remnant of the house of Shaul, that even if he's not a direct descendant of Shaul, but some extended relative, nevertheless, David wants to know about him so that Esa Imoy Chesed, so David can show kindness 
to that extended family member and repay kindness to Yoyinah's son by honoring even an extended family member. So Pasuk Bey is Lebeit Shol Eved, and to the house of Shol there belonged an Eved, Eved Kenani, which, um, which the Mepharshim explained, the Radak and other Rishonim, that Ushmait Siva's name was Siva, Vayikru Loyal David, so he, they summoned him to David, Vayoymer HaMelech, so now David HaMelech repeats to him, because surely if Siva, uh, if there's a survivor of Shaul's family, Siva, who's there, Eved Kenani surely would know about it, because Siva would be that person's possession. So Vayoymer HaMelech, Siva, are you Siva? Vayoymer Avducha, and he said, yes, I am your servant. So David says to him, Is there any survivor, is there any man left from the house of Shaul? And I will do, I will perform for him chesed worthy of God. Here he adds an extra word, chesed, not just chesed, but chesed elikim. So Tziva responds to David, There is one remaining son, but he's a cripple. He no longer has the use of his feet. So Radak explains this unusual lashon of, of chesed alikim, that David's saying that it's chesed that I am required to do based on the shvua that I took in front of Hashem. Again, they swore shvua to each other. Yonason and David swore to each other, and again, that shvua was made, if you'll recall, in front of Hashem. We said that Hashem should be the witness. And so therefore, he's saying, based on my shvua that I made in front of God, I am required to show this chesed, to repay this chesed. Based on the two explanations of in Pasuk Aleph by the Malbim of why David was asking uh, about uh, remnants, either because they all went into hiding and he wasn't sure, or he was looking to honor them. So in Pasuk Gimel, David's question is explained that either David was saying, I put out feelers to do chesed and nobody came forward, or according to the Abarbanel's way of learning, I put out feelers to try to honor them, and nobody was put forth who was deserving of the honor. So therefore, David adds to, um, to Tziv, and he says, meaning that anyone from the extended house of Shaul, even if they're not Mizera Yonasan, and that's why he doesn't use the words in Pasuk Yimel, Bavar Yonasan, he's off of that. He says, even if he's not a descendant of Yonasan, but even if he's just from the house of Shaul, I'd like to show him honor. To which Tziva answers, yes, there is a son surviving son to Yoyna's son, but he's Nechei Raglayim, he's a cripple, meaning that he's answering David, he's not Roy of any honor, according to the Barbanel. The honor that you want to show upon him, he's not deserving of it. He's a cripple, and he doesn't deserve to be appointed uh, to a, any dignified position in your court. And the Malbim just adds that we will see, this is a theme with Siva. Siva was not loyal to Mephibosheth, and he used whatever opportunity he could to disparage Mephibosheth to David. We'll see later on, he even claims that Mephibosheth supports Avshalom's rebellion, which was not true. But at this point over here, he disparages him as somebody who's not worthy of any important position or any important, uh, uh, or any rather chesed from David because of his status as a cripple trying to put him down. And we'll see that pop up again when next time when we learn in Pasuk Dalid, where Tziva says that he's, that Mephibosheth is Beloy Dover, which literally means the name of a place, Loy Dover, but which Chazal say he was referring to Loy Dover, that he doesn't learn Torah. He's, he's empty. He's a Amaretz, which again was not true, but Siva making an attempt to disparage Mephibosheth to David.